0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: A great show for you today, especially this afternoon, if you like music of the 80s. If you've been following our old time radio series, you know we've done a big band and music through the Eastern decades. We continue now in the 70s and 80s, where changes in the world of music and lots going on in Eastern and not all that good. Uh, If I may, a quick, quick shout out to two special people. One, uh, uh, Peggy Holland, welcome home. Uh, we wish you a speedy recovery. Uh, your new s- or personalized skateboard should be here in about two weeks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and another uh,
1: shout-out really quick to uh, Jim Hart. He's our, one of our favorite hosts on the show, and uh, we wish you to g- you know, get well soon, Jim. We uh, can't wait to hear Holy Blue Sunoco again. <laughs> Well, in today's episode, we present songs of the 70s and 80s, songs that made the billboard shots as number one. Of course, we always get the news of Eastern Airlines, and on the old-time radio broadcast as well. Now, before we listen to our 80s selections, here's an Eastern commercial. Fly Eastern Airlines.
0: Travel by Eastern, where new things are happening. Eastern, fly Eastern Airlines from the ground up. Traveling on Eastern's easier from the ground up. Eastern service is speedier. Fly Eastern Airlines, Eastern Airlines.
1: It seems like only yesterday that we heard these favorites. Music in the 80s was becoming louder and more electrifying. Our producer says if you can't hear or make out the lyrics, it's not worth playing. His selection may not be what you want to hear, but at least he says quote, you can hear the songwriter's beautiful words and feelings to tell these songs. Are uh, these songs help." First one is Babe, one of the, one of these songs, a song by the American band Sticks. It was the lead singer from the band's 1979 triple platinum album, Cornerstone. The song was Stick's first and only U.S. number one single. Babe also went to number nine on the adult contemporary chart. It additionally held the number one spot for six weeks on the Canadian RPM uh, National Singles Chart. It's charting in December 1975, uh, 1979. And becoming the opening chart topper in 1980. It was also the band's only UK Top 40 hit, peaking at number six. It also reached number one in South Africa. One of the members, Dennis DeYoung, wrote the song as a birthday present for his wife, Suzanne. The finished track was recorded as a demo with just DeYoung and six members. John uh, Panzuno and his brother Chuck playing on the track with DeYoung singing all the songs in harmonies himself. The song was not originally intended to be Stick's track but members James J.Y. Young and Tommy Shaw convinced DeYoung to put the song on cornerstone. As a, re- as a result, DeYoung's demo was placed on cornerstone with Shaw overdumbing a guitar in the song's middle section. The track became a major hit, reaching number one in the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and was their only major U.K. hit single, reaching number six. In 1999, Babe was included in the soundtrack of the movie Big Daddy, starring Adam Sandler, whose character was a favorite fan of Styx. The song was very popular in the Philippines in 1980 and continues to be a favorite song up to this time. Our producer says it's one of my old time favorites. And now, here's Sticks with Babe.
2: special meaning for me back in the 70s, and it's uh, still with me today, and words and the music, um,
0: they're special to me. Great
1: great selection, Neil. Well, hello again. It's a song written by Neil Diamond, one of America's great songwriters, and Alan Ningram that appeared in the 1980 movie The Jazz Singer, and was performed by Diamond on the soundtrack album to the film. It was also released as a single and reached number six on the Billboard's Hot 100 and number three on Billboard's Adult Contemporary chart. Billboard also ranked it as number 70, top single of 1981. It performed less well in the UK, only reaching number 51. It has been covered by several artists and orchestras, including Celtic Thunder, Donny Osmond, and Steve Carell. Hello Again was described by Neil Diamond's biographer, Laura Jackson, as a slow, tender ballad. All music critic Johnny Luff considered it Diamond's signature late career ballad. Author T. Mike Childs rated it as terrific movie Movie reviewer Joe Peacock described Hello Again as being, quote, keenly affectionate to the emotions, unquote. That's a nice description. Billboard magazine critic Vicky Pipkin claims that Diamond's performance of the song in the jazz singer is poignant. Pittsburgh Press music editor Carl Hippone uh, claimed that Diamond was at his best in the jazz singer, And the songs, Hello Again and Love on the Rocks. The song was featured also in the movie, Saving Silverman. And now let's hear the great Neil Diamond. Can't wait. I love that one.
0: Hello again, hello. Just call to say hello. God to let you know, I think about you every night, when I'm here alone, and you're there at home, you know. friend hello Just call
1: Okay. Well, our next selection is called America, also known as They're Coming to America or Coming to America. It's a patriotic song written and originally recorded by Neil Diamond, released in 1980 on the soundtrack album of Diamond's film, The Jazz Singer. The song was a hit single. In the United States in 1981 Reaching number 8 on the Billboard's Hot 100 And Diamond's 6th number 1 adult hit contemporary uh, contemporary chart Billboard also rated it as number 62 pop single overall for 1981 Although the single version was a studio recording It sounds live because the crowd overdubs in the song the song's theme, <clears throat> excuse me, is a positive intersection interpretation of the history of immigration into the United States, both during the early 1900s and the present day. Combining diamonds, typically powerful medley, dynamic arrangement, and bombastic vocal, it ends in the inter- interpolation of the traditional patriotic song, "My Country Tis of Thee." In Diamond's concerts, the song is very popular uh, both at home and abroad with a large United States flag often displayed from the rafters on cue to the lyric every time that flag unfurls. They're coming to America. The song was featured in the Stone Mountain Laser Show in Atlanta, Georgia as well. The song has been used in a number of contexts, including a theme a theme song by Michael DeCarcus, 1988 presidential campaign and in promotion of the 1996 Olympics. Diamond also sang it at the Centennial Dedication to the Statue of Liberty in New York Harbor. Shortly after September 11, 2001, Diamond modified lyrics to Just America slightly, during the live performances. Instead, they're coming to America towards the end. It became Stand Up for America. Despite the song's patriotic message, it was included on a memorandum listing songs deemed inappropriate uh, by Clear Channel Communications following the September 11th attacks. America was the second song played on the in New York. It was also featured in Born in East L.A., in the scene where dozens of immigrants storm the U.S.-Mexican border and get past the border patrol, successfully making it into the United States. Once again, here's Neil Diamond.
2: Singer and
1: writer. And, uh, that wow. song he wrote for his grandmother.
2: Is that, that right?
1: That, that's, that's how that originated. Just thought you wow. that.
2: Uh.
1: <laughs> well, let's move on. The next song is called Endless Love. It's a song written by Lionel Richie and originally recorded as a duet between Richie and fellow pop singer Diana Ross. In this ballad, the singers declare their endless love for one another. It was, it was covered by rhythm and blues singer Luther Van Rose with pop singer Mariah Carey and country music singer Shania Twain. Richie's friend and sometimes co-worker Kenny Rogers also recorded this song, Billboard has named the original version as the greatest song duet of all time. How true. Ross and Richie recorded the song for Motown, and it was used as the theme for the Franco Zepparelli's film adoption of Scott Spencer's novel, Endless Love. Jamie Bernstein, as the character Suzanne, sings the song during the course of the movie. Produced by Ritchie and arranged by Gene Page, it was released as a single from the film soundtrack in 1981. While the film, Endless Love, was a modest box office success, the song became the second biggest selling single of the year in the United States and reached number one on the Hot 100, where it stayed for nine weeks from August 15th to October 10th, 1981. It also topped the Billboard's Rhythm and Blues chart as the adult contemporary chart and reached number seven in the U.K. It also became the most successful duet of the rock era, surprising, uh, surpassing the uh, Everly Brothers' hit, Wake Up a Little Susie. That was in 1957. Which spent four weeks on, no, on the number one. Both songs spent six months on the chart. With Endless Love Elapsing, the Everly Brothers hit by one week. Now, sit back, close your eyes, and listen to this beautiful song.
0: My love, there's only you in my life, the only thing that. You're every breath that I take You're every step I make
2: think of Eastern Airlines, uh, even though it's not a human, it's an entity, but uh, the family of uh, Eastern employees uh, have those feelings, the endless love that we have for our airlines. So a lot of songs, I just, uh, instead of putting in a human being, I insert Eastern Airlines into... The lyrics. And, well,
1: rightfully uh, so. That's what this program is all about.
2: It touches the heart. It sure does.
1: It sure does. And I'm partial to duets anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Sweet Dreams Are Made of This is a song written and performed by the British group, the new wave music uh, duo U- Eurythmics. The song is the title track of the album of the same name and was released as number four in the final single of an album in early 1983. The song became their breakthrough hit, establishing the duo worldwide. Its music video helped to propel the song to number two in the UK uh, singles chart and number one on the US Billboard Hot 100. It was the first single released by the Eurythmics in the United States. Sweet Dreams Are Made of This is arguably arguably Eurythmics' signature song. Following its success, the previous single, Love is a Stranger, was released and became a worldwide hit. On Rolling Stones, the, the 500 Greatest Songs of All Time, issued in 2003, Sweet dreams are made of this was ranked number three five six. Eurythmics has regularly performed the song in all their live sets since 1982, and it is performed by Lennox uh, by Lennox on her solo tours. And now let's hear songs. Sweet dreams are made of this. Good to be here. I'm going to play our next single.
2: could have been a better selection, but (laughs) what the heck? It's the 1980s. I'll tell you, that's
1: the 80s. Well, let's do some business here. Sadly, during the decade of the 1980s, Eastern was starting to come apart. In 1989, many of Eastern's most dedicated employees went out on strike in March. This eventually led to the end of a great airline. There is a song we'd like to play at this time that relates to the hearts and souls of the Easton family to this day. <clears throat> it's called Wing Beneath My Wings, or titled The Wind Beneath My Wings, or Hero. It's a song written in 1982 by Jeff Sibler, Sibler, S- Silbar and Larry Henley. Excuse me. The song was originally recorded by Roger Whitaker, 1982, as well as Sheena Eastern and Lee Greenwood. The song appeared very shortly thereafter in charted versions by Colleen Hume, 1982, Lou Rawls, 1983, Gladys Knight and the Pips, 1983, and Gary Morris, 1983. The highest charting version of the song to date was recorded in 1998 in 1988 by singer-actress Bette Mittler for the soundtrack to the film Beaches. This version was released as a single early 1989 and spent one week number one in the Billboard Hot 100 Singles Chart in June 1989 and won a Grammy Awards for both Record of the Year and Song of the Year in February 1990. On October 24, 1991, Mittler's single was also certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America for sales of 1 million copies in the United States. Wow! In 2004, Mittler's version finished at number 44 in AFI's 100 Years, <clears throat> 100 Songs, survey of the top tunes in American cinema. Lou Rawls was the first to land the song on a chart in the U.S. The up-tempo version by Rawls was released in March 1983 on Epic Records. It was backed with Midnight Sunshine. It appeared on his album, When the Night Comes. It spent six weeks on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, and on April 16, 1983, it peaked at number 65. It also got to number 60 on the Rhythm and Blues chart. Rawls once performed a 12 minute live version of the song in a concert in Eglin, uh, Illinois. Now, here's the song I can easily identify with Eastern Airlines The Wind Beneath My Wings.
0: You know it must have been cold standing there in my shadow You never had the sunlight on your face But you know you were content to let me shine While you even walked a few steps behind And I was the one with all the glory While you were the one behind me with all that strength Just a face without a name But I never even once heard you complain Would be nothing without a you.
2: Sir,
1: Neil, do we have time to go over some of the history now? Or do you want to keep going? Oh
2: no, let's let's do some history, Don.
1: Okay, let's do that. Well, folks, <clears throat> 1980, Eastern number one in passenger boardings for 1980 of all the airlines with 39.152 million for the second year in a row. A new terminal opened in Atlanta. New reservations offices opened in in Salt Lake City and Tampa. 1981 New theme America's favorite way to fly. Strike by air traffic controllers in August. Low fares of new deregulated carriers cut deeply into revenue. Losses for the year 65.9
3: million dollars.
1: 1500 full-time employees and 1,000 part-time employees are laid off. Wow. 1982 purchase of Braniff South American routes. Although still the top carrier in passengers, 35 plus million, losses for 1982 was 74.9 million dollars. Took delivery of the first two Boeing 757s with 13 more due in 1983. 1983, labor relations worsened with much adverse publicity on the possibility of financial default of the airline. New theme, we have to earn our wings every day. Loss out as the top U.S. carrier with 36.788 million passengers for the year. Total employees now 37,100 and loss for the year one hundred and eighty three point seven million dollars. Nineteen eighty five, after June this year turned out to be the worst traumatic since deregulation. Some special cut rate fares went as low as fifty four cents per passenger mile per passenger seat mile, well below the break even point, even with a full airplane. Miami London route was approved. The overnight air freight with a hub at Houston with Moonlight Special Fares was started. Finances worsened, although a profit of six point thirty one million dollars was posted for the year. Joe Leonard was named president and chief operating officer, with Frank Borman remaining chairman. Employees increased to forty one thousand. Nineteen eighty six. February 21st, the Board of Directors voted to accept an offer by Texas Air Corporation for the company. This followed uh, after several attempts to have IAM respond to new labor cost reductions extending to 1988 that were agreed to by ALPA and the TWU, that's the flight attendants. Frank Borman resigned. Phil Bakes named new new president on October 17, 1986, and Joe Leonard, named executive vice president and chief operating officer. 1987, EAL and continental sales consolidated. Management states need to cut labor costs by $490 million in 1987 to operate profitably. Labor relations continue to worsen. System 1, soda sold to Texas Air. EAL interest payments to creditors over $2 billion in debt now accounts for $328 million annually, or roughly $900,000 per day. Since the average income in 1987 was about $11 million per day, over 8% had to be paid out in interest. February 24, 1986, Easton agrees to a $676 million buyout by Texas Air. July 1, 1986, Lorenzo advises Eastern System 1 reservations be sold to Texas Air. September 2, 1986, Eastern lays off 1,500 employees. October 1986, Phil Bates, named President and CEO of Eastern, and Frank Lorenzo, named Chairman. February 1987, Eastern leased to Continental a 6A300B4 aircraft for four years with an option to buy. Rental, $225,000 per month per aircraft. March 1987, Continental purchased 11 gates at Newark from EAL for $11 million. 10% promissory note to be traded as leasehold on five gates at Newark for a leasehold on five other gates at Newark held by Eastern. November 11, 1987. Eastern lays off 3,500 employees. October 19, 1988. Eastern agrees to sell the shuttle to Donald Trump for $365 million. February 1989. During 1988, EAL sold gates and facilities at Houston International to Continental for $4.5 million. Net loss for 1988 pegged at $386,871,000. March 4, 1989. At 12.01 a.m., machinists walked out on strike. Pilots and flight attendants follow, crippling the airline. That's a hard thing to read. It really is. It's uh, sad. thing to listen to.
3: Yes,
0: Rick. it
2: is. It's the history of our company.
1: The heartbreaker. Okay, well. I guess that's our show for today, folks, and we hope you enjoy the musical selections and a little history of the song and its artists and the news at Eastern back in the day. We'll bring you some more in weeks to come. Uh, keeping in touch with our Eastern family is of the greatest importance to this radio show. Join us on Thursdays and every other Thursday when we broadcast From the Eastern Files and EAL Old Time Radio. If you have a story or a memory you'd like to share with our Eastern family, please, we'd totally like to hear from you. Eastern Radio Show would like to broadcast it during one of our shows. Either you share your memory live during our broadcast or send it to us and we'll broadcast the story on the air. You can send your request to host at ealradioshow.com. We'll tell you what to do when you need to do it. Thanks for listening, and on behalf of our producer, Captain Neil Holland, uh, this is your host, Don Gagnon, saying goodbye. So long, Eastern. We love you, Eastern. So
3: long, Eastern.
0: We love you, Eastern. Thanks, guys. <laughs>
2: something about gospel music. Yeah, for
3: episode 24 is coming up for the next Old Time Radio show, but in the meantime, next week we begin our From the Eastern Files, um, and then of course on our Monday show we have Eastern uh, History Set to Music for this Monday coming up, and then followed with Games Our Family played, History of the FAA. And we'll get together and announce a new ones coming up shortly.
2: Very good. Good show, guys. Thanks so much. It was
3: excellent, Neil. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I guess this series is probably one of my favorites to listen to. Uh, it gives some of the Eastern history, whether it's good or bad. We love hearing it. Uh, we're part of Eastern, and what. What is good we want And what is bad we accept So uh, we're very happy To hear all of this I
1: wasn't kidding That was hard to read
3: Yeah I bet Sorry. I, I bet oh.
1: it
3: was uh, We know what uh, went down uh, We try to keep the show As happy as we can And we do for most part. But the truth does have to be told Occasionally Whether we'd like to hear it or not uh, And that's the way it is But thanks everyone for joining us. It was great having you. We hope you too enjoyed it. Please let us know about it. We have our website that will uh, answer anything that you send to us through host at EALradioshow.com and we'd love to hear from you honestly. Uh, That's what the show is all about. Right, Neil?
2: That's right. This is about it. So we're signing off with the end of this beautiful Fly Eastern
0: Okay,
1: round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry?
3: Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
1: Ah.